This is Toronto, and it's time for a story. A true story, in fact. It's 1946, and Canadian physicist Louis Slotin is conducting a nuclear experiment in Los Alamos. Something goes wrong, and a large amount of radiation is released in the lab. Now, the quick-thinking Slotin gets everyone out of the lab. He saves his colleagues, but he does not survive the accident. Fast forward to 2010. The events surrounding Slotin's death are captured in a book of poetry. The book is called Bloom, and it's written by Michael Lista. Now, one year later, a local theater company has adapted Bloom for the stage. Bloom, the theatrical version, is presented by Steam Powered Theater, and it's part of this year's Toronto Fringe Festival. It will run from July 7th to 17th at the Bathurst Street Theater. Stephanie Seaton and Sidney Penner are the co-creators of Steam Powered Theater. They're also members of the Bloomcast, and we recently chatted about the play. Here's our conversation. Stephanie, Sydney, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Eric. Hi, Eric. Now, what attracted you guys to the poems and the subsequent story? Well, Sydney actually found the source material, and it was during a uh, period of time last year in, in November and December where we were working on a movement workshop. And Sydney, we were looking for a piece of text to integrate, and Sydney sort of like burst in the door and was like, you have to read this, look what I found. Yes, I was lucky enough to come across Bloom when Michael did a reading of his poetry at the book launch for The Highway of the Atom by Peter Van Wyck. Mm -hmm. We sort of latched onto it and didn't let go. (laughs) Something really strong about, um, there's a really apparent narrative in in Michael's um, collection, and sort of it, it it popped out at us and we sort of looked at each other and said, oh, okay, so so this is a play, and then went about figuring out what kind of play it was. And Michael is Michael Lista, the, the poet. Yes, Michael is Michael Lista. He's the author of the collection Bloom. Now, what you two did is you took the verse and you translated it into live theater by adapting the poems. Is that an easy process or a hard process? <laughs> I guess it depends who you ask. <laughs> There are parts of it that are, were a lot of fun and therefore probably felt easy, but I would I would say that we have a huge amount of responsibility within Michael's text and then a huge amount of freedom because, of course, he appropriated other styles of poetry and was sort of appropriating what he wrote into a completely different style of and a, a very specific style of theater. And so it's difficult to sort of keep the essence of, of what we're trying to say clear. And I know sometimes I get caught up in an idea that I think is fantastic, and then, you know, two hours later we're like, okay, so we have to scrap that idea entirely because it's not helpful, <laughs> things like that. That's true. And it can be it can be challenging for actors and creators who come into this space to work because although the collective process is a very Canadian process, creating, creating from nothing is very challenging, and giving actors and creators a place to play and to have uh, an opportunity to try something that may or may not work is something that's very new. In Canada, a lot of the rehearsal processes are quite short. They run about two weeks. And you really don't have the sort of freedom that we wanted to give people. Now, in order to get the message across, you need a good director and cast. Uh, First off, who is uh, directing the play? The director's name is Nathaniel Bryan. And he is a... Oh, man, I'm going to stumble over myself on this one. I believe he is a graduate of McGill, and he is originally from Montreal. And I met him through a previous project that we worked on together, um, which was just a new work that we were workshopping through the New Ideas Festival at the Alumni Theatre. And he came on board 
fairly late in the process. We were toying with the idea whether whether we wanted an outside eye at all. Um, so we tried to to isolate what kind of creative process we wanted. And at first, Sydney and I thought, okay, well, there's already both of our brains on this, you know, including the original source material and then the four brains of our additional cast members. This might just be too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, we had prospective directors who were interested. Charlotte Gowdy is uh, currently an actor with... Or she was a former actor with the Shaw Festival. Yes, and she's currently... She got pulled away to do Winter's Tale at Dream and High, with Dream and High Park. My apologies. And unfortunately was no longer to, able to join us. Um, but Nathaniel jumped on board with, mm-hmm. with full commitment, and we were very happy to have him. And as soon as we had him, we couldn't imagine operating without him. And tell me about the cast. The cast we have is a bunch of very recent graduates from a variety of theater programs. We were very, very lucky in our process. We had put together a fairly demanding audition. Yes, and it was a really very scary audition. <laughs> yeah, we didn't realize quite how scary until we got the feedback. <laughs> but we have four brave souls who jumped aboard with us. Uh, we have two from the University of Windsor. We have another graduate from the University of Toronto Sheridan joint program. We have a very recent York grad mm-hmm. who joined us. And then myself, also from the UT Sheridan. And, and I'm a graduate from the Randolph Academy for the Performing Arts, which is also in Toronto. Excellent, excellent. Now, Bloom is part of the uh, Fringe Festival, and of course, a lot of people submit their plays for the Fringe Festival. Not everybody gets in, but you guys were fortunate enough to get in. What does it mean to be part of Fringe? Well, to be part of Fringe is to be part of the largest theater festival in Toronto. It's a festival that's grown every year. It's a fantastic, fantastic place to see new work, innovative work, work that's coming from outside of Canada, work that's from coming from other parts of Canada. Um, it's, a, it's a really, really great incubator. Mm-hmm. Now, if people would like more information on Bloom, uh, where can they go? Well, they can visit our website, which is www.steampoweredtheater at com, <laughs> and it has a wealth of information there, including links to all of the Fringe Festival things, so if they need directions or if they want to know more information about the Fringe and their initiatives this year or how to buy tickets, they can absolutely go there. So that's www.steampoweredtheater.com. And do you guys have a goal for this uh, production? Well, yes, it's an interesting question because we... We at first sort of stumbled into this fringe spot and, and had this idea, and it, and it snowballed beyond our wildest dreams. And then now we've discussed uh, potentially further plans and other uh, festivals that we may want to submit it to. Um, at this point, I think we want to do it justice, and we want to see how a different medium can tell the same story and what that adds to it and how it changes it. And, and I guess make, make, make ourselves proud, make our cast proud. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of curiosity, will Michael Lista or any members of Louis Slotin's family be in the audience? Michael Lista has told us he will be there opening night. With Belvon. With Belvon. He's been an absolutely wonderfully supportive part of this process, and we couldn't have asked for a better collaborator, uh, as well as as House of Nancy and um, the Rice Assistant, who's been uh, guiding us along. Mm -hmm. Julian, they have been absolutely fabulous and so welcoming. Absolutely, and really supportive of the process. Now, for Louis Floton's family, this is, Michael Lewis's book is a fictional retelling of true events that happened. And so, I'm not certain that they, I am not certain that it is, um, it is an area of interest for them, mm-hmm. to, be, to be honest. They're also, 
Uh, he is uh, from Winnipeg. Louis Bowden is a Winnipeg native. It is a, a bit of a ways to travel. But I'm certain if we were ever to tour to the Winnipeg Bridge, we'd probably send them a shout out and just let them know what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Well, opening night is on July 7th, correct? Yes, yes, it is. And I understand you have two free tickets to anyone listening to this interview right now. That is true. That is absolutely true. Michael Lista is um, publishing a brand new book this year, and a new piece is going to premiere in The Walrus. So anyone out there listening, if you can grab a copy of The Walrus and tell us the name of Michael Lista's new piece, your reward will be two free tickets to opening night. You can send your answers to steampoweredtheater at gmail.com. Theater, all one word. Fabulous. Well, Stephanie, Sydney, thanks so much for taking the time out. And uh, as they say in theater, break a leg, but not literally. <laughs> Take care, guys. Best of luck. Thanks, thanks so much. Stephanie Seaton and Sydney Penner are the co-creators of Steam Powered Theater, which presents Bloom, part of the Fringe Festival, July 7th to 17th at the Bathurst Street Theater, 736 Bathurst Street. More info can be found at www.steampoweredtheater.com. Just a side note, Victoria Urquhart is also part of the cast. You might remember her from episode 44. She's of course involved with the Spur of the Moment Shakespeare Collective. Meanwhile, if you want tickets to opening night, grab the recent copy of The Walrus, find Michael Lista's poem, and send the title to steampoweredtheater at gmail.com. That's steampoweredtheater.com all one word, at gmail.com. First person that does that wins the tickets. Good luck! That's all for this episode of This is Toronto. Questions and comments can be sent by email. The address is thisistorontopodcast at yahoo.ca. You could also post a comment on the website, thisistorontopodcast.blogspot.com. And don't forget about This is Toronto's Facebook fan page. I'm Eric Rosenheck. Thanks for listening.